All right, welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Inferno. We're at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they seek out in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And we are recording today on Tuesday, November 1st. Hopefully everyone had a nice Halloween and uh, was able to go out trick-or-treating. We had a little rain yesterday afternoon in the evening, but uh, besides that, we got a pretty good haul in the, uh, in the cul-de-sac. So today, I wanna touch base kind of have um, a situation that happened uh, the other day. I got a call from a coach who has some questions, some concerns about an athlete that uh, they're working with. And uh, this is kind of how I helped them as the coach talk through the process of what I would do and how I have uh, incorporated the same steps and helping support this particular issue or problem. So, athlete has a concern. They're, uh, and I say they, doesn't matter if they're male or female, I guess. Uh, the athlete has a concern about not spending enough training time in the high jump and prep for, well, the indoor pent or the heptathlon outdoor. And uh, they are concerned, and they voice their concern with their coach that uh, not spending enough time in the high jump is going to affect, um, you know, her performance in competition and not have her qualify for for nationals. And um, from the situation, and this is I'm just re- relating back, so we can kind of work off this together, case study, if you will, friends. Um, so, coach said, well. You know, we have very limited time to practice. So of the events, try and spend uh, like one day per week on the events uh, indoor, right? So we have uh, hurdles, long jump, high jump, shot put in the 800, right? Uh, Athlete is uh, a pretty good long jumper, high jumper, hurdler, decent shot putter, uh, but really, loses a lot in the in the 800 right so and points wise you can earn like 10 seconds or not 10 seconds you earn like 10 points per second faster in the 800 and the hep so i was like well you know if you do some calculations you know, you're gonna be plus 200 so the extra two centimeters in the high jump as opposed to 20 seconds in the 800 you're gonna be in much better shape so this is what I suggested to the coach as far as how to lay out this plan with the athlete. And there's a couple ways you could do it. I'm uh, more of a democratic type style coach, right? So um, maybe not so much players coach, but definitely try and keep them involved in the process, right? So okay, I have an idea of what we're gonna talk about here. But I suggested you sit down with the athlete, right? layout this is the plan for the indoor season right this is when nationals is this is how the rest of our indoor season is going to shape out this is what it looks like at least through uh, uh, the first two meets of the season in December and work with the athlete and try and figure out okay so if we have one we practice one event and we focus on one event per week for our multis and you want to spend an extra day high jumping because you think that's going to be more important for you. Um, And now there's other, you know, 
uh, time spent doing workouts for the eight and things. Um, you know, what? where do you want to take time away from if we only have X amount of time allotted to us? And that's a difficult conversation, I think, or it can be for a coach with an athlete. Um, I, I've had that conversation before. Sometimes they go really well, sometimes they don't. I don't want to say it's a crapshoot or 50-50, but if you lay it out for the athletes um, and you want them to be more engaged, more uh, accountable to whatever they want to do, put a little bit more faith in their decision-making skills. So uh, in the past, last year, Dylan and I had the conversation all right, shot puts, eh, so-so. We're not going to go to nationals in the shot put. We have a really good chance in the discus. We have a really good chance in the hammer. But we only have so many training sessions, so much practice time. Where do you want to focus your energies? So basically, we uh, gave up shot put for like the last... I don't want to say four weeks of the season, but uh, at least the middle four weeks. Right, we had a couple meets where we were thrown in the 12s, high 12s, low 12s. Had a meet of like 11, but the discus kept progressing. Hammer was going really well. Uh, we had a, a string of uh, like four meets in a row, over 51 meters in the discus, which is, I mean, for D3, like that's phenomenal, right? Um, <clears throat> so I said, you know, Maybe drop the shot, we'll have, um, uh, we'll be able to practice maybe like two weeks, <coughs> excuse me, before um, conference. And depending on how that goes, we could try for regionals and you could try and throw regionals all three events. But being a senior, right, having some faith and uh, trust in his thought process we as a coaching staff felt comfortable having that conversation with him. Similar conversation with Lewis. I'm not gonna throw the shot put. How much how are we gonna break up your time between discus and hammer outdoor to maximize both, right? So both seniors, both in the last season, right, of collegiate competition, what do you want to do? So in this particular case, this female athlete, she's a senior also. She's like, on a, on a given day, maybe like 100 points away from qualifying in the HEP and the PENT. <clears throat> 100 points is a lot, maybe in the PENT. But it's definitely doable with, um, you know, a, a better 800 time, right? So that's what I suggested the coach do. Have the conversation, lay out the days of the week. Lay out training plans, lay out basically this is what we think or I think is going to help you maximize your time in trying to qualify for nationals indoor and out. What are your thoughts on that? And how can we work together to not have, um, how can we come to consensus, I guess, on what we're going to do, right? Now, the problem is if it's a problem, right? Sometimes those conversations might not go well, right? And uh, I think it's it's not a one-off conversation. Like, I think it has to be ongoing. Uh, <clears throat> certainly uh, needs to be, there's a lot that needs to go into 
what the rest of the season might look like, at least the indoor season, these next five weeks before indoor um, or the fall semester is done, right? So um, I, I, that's what I encourage the coach to do, is to have a conversation with the athlete. Okay, this is what you want to accomplish. This is what you want to do. This is how I think you're going to get there, but let's let's discuss it. Um, and, and hopefully you're able to have a productive, fruitful conversation with your athlete where they understand you know, what, what the consequences might be, right? If, if they decide that they want to put all their eggs in the high jump basket and something happens in the high jump and jump is high then okay then we lost time in the long jump we lost time in the hurdles we <clears throat> maybe lost an extra training session in the um, uh, shot put you know whatever well maybe not shot put because you're not going to get as many points if you throw a foot farther as opposed to not but I think you get the idea so to the coaches out there who've been listening um, you have an athlete who comes to you, they're concerned, they don't feel like the training's going really well. How do you approach that? Um, you know, do you have any other tips or tricks or suggestions on how to, um, you know, bring focus and clarity to what the concerns are? And I think, you know, with track, it's just really interesting because um, it really is an individual sport, right? So um, I wholeheartedly believe what the athlete um, puts in is what they're going to harvest, right? What they're going to get out. So if we're diligent, um, you know, things don't happen like to chance. Like, I don't think there's lucky competitions. Like, I think they're, you know, bottled up in there someplace. And uh, the athlete, you know, performs well when it matters. Um, but it's in there. It's not like lucky or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> But that's what that's what I suggested, and, and I've had you know multiple conversations with athletes about you know what they want to do and how they want to get there. And I think you know you have to be thoughtful and you have to have some foresight, especially if you are working with a junior or senior. My goodness, hopefully they have a, a pretty good idea of um, you know where they want to go, especially a senior, because um, you don't have a lot of time right um, left a few weeks and I say a few weeks tongue-in-cheek but what like 26 weeks maybe left of the whole their whole senior year less than that I don't know um, but I would have you know have them think about it and uh, once you come to a decision leave it open where you're willing to uh, readdress concerns throughout the process uh, that it's not something that's just written in stone but that um, that you feel comfortable um, talking about again and trying to move forward and um, you know really I think it just comes down to trying to support our kids right and I've talked about like the holding their hands piece I think this is part of it <clears throat> they're trying to figure out what they want to do they're trying to figure out how to be their own individuals and they want to have some say in the process you got to be willing to live with the consequences if they're bad I guess if they're good and you get what you want that's good 
But you really got to be lo- be comfortable living with the consequences if you know the decision that's made if things you know don't go so well, um, which could happen also. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Force Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Infernon. Have a great day.